Section 5 of Report on Securing and Growing the Digital Economy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Report on Securing and Growing the Digital Economy by the Commission on Enhancing National Cybersecurity. Imperative 1. Protect, defend, and secure today's information infrastructure and digital networks. Part 1. The Challenge and Way Forward Our interconnections and interdependencies are becoming more complex, and now extend well beyond critical infrastructure, CI. These interconnections reduce the importance of the CI label, because by association all dependencies may be critical. As these linkages grow, so does the need to consider their associated risks. This convergence, combined with increased cybersecurity awareness, creates a unique opportunity to change our current approach to better protect the digital economy. Indeed, we know a great deal about measures that would enhance cybersecurity, and their implementation is urgently needed today. We need to recognize that neither the government nor the private sector can capably protect systems and networks without extensive and close cooperation. Critical infrastructure owners and operators deserve clearer guidance and a set of common understandings on how government responsibilities, capabilities, and authorities can lead to better collaboration and joint efforts in protecting cyberspace. Today, it is widely assumed and expected that the private sector is responsible for defending itself in cyberspace, regardless of the enemy, the scale of the attack, or the type of capabilities needed to protect against the attack. That assumption is problematic. The government is and should remain the only organization with the responsibility, and in most cases the capacity, to effectively respond to large-scale malicious or harmful activity in cyberspace caused by nation-states, although often with the assistance of and in coordination with the private sector. A large portion of network interactions on the Internet are known to be harmful to the network, most involve either known malware or packets that are clearly coming from a botnet or denial-of-service attack. Many of these interactions are relatively easy to identify and separate from legitimate traffic, and some organizations in the Internet and communications ecosystem are taking steps to reduce them. However, current business practices, policies, and technology can actually impede efforts to reduce these harmful interactions. Stronger authentication of identities for interactions that require such proof must also be a key component of any approach for enhancing our nation's cybersecurity. Identity, especially the use of passwords, has been the primary vector for cyber breaches, and the trend is not improving, despite our increased knowledge and awareness of this risk. Our reliance on passwords presents a tempting target for malicious actors. Despite the technical and demonstrated real-life success of a variety of novel approaches for improving identity management, individual users and the nation are still lagging significantly. 
consequently we are making it too easy for those who seek to do harm whether they be nation-states well-organized criminal groups or online thieves as detailed below the commission believes that the shared goal of both the public and private sectors should be that compromises of identity will be eliminated as a major attack vector by 2021. Recommendation 1.1 The private sector and the administration should collaborate on a roadmap for improving the security of digital networks, in particular by achieving robustness against denial of service, spoofing, and other attacks on users and the nation's network infrastructure. Many organizations in the Internet and Communications ecosystem, including network, edge, and content providers, are positioned to deliver the nation more effective and efficient cybersecurity. This enhanced cybersecurity would improve the agility of mitigation and response in the face of malicious activity by moving the security problem further away from end users and organizations that do not specialize in cybersecurity including many smaller companies. To achieve the desired outcome, there must be increased protection, fewer interruptions, and less damage from large-scale attacks on core network functionality. The federal government and private sector must commit to launching a major multi-year joint initiative. They must team together to address the problems that plague our Internet-based communications now, because these problems will undoubtedly loom larger in the future. The administration should focus first on mitigating, and where possible eliminating, denial-of-service attacks, particularly those launched by botnets. It should then expand its scope to other attacks on Internet infrastructure, including the domain name system. This effort would build on previous initiatives, such as models to advance voluntary corporate notification to consumers regarding the illicit use of computer equipment and botnets and related malware. Action Item 1.1.1 The President should direct senior federal executives to launch a private-public initiative including provisions to undertake, monitor, track, and report on measurable progress in enabling agile, coordinated responses and mitigation of attacks on the users and the nation's network infrastructure, short-term. The Department of Commerce, in consultation with all other appropriate departments and agencies, should undertake a multi-stakeholder process that focuses on mitigating the impact of botnets including denial-of-service attacks, and then expand to address other malicious attacks on users and the network infrastructure, such as the domain name system. This effort should build on previous initiatives, such as models to advance voluntary corporate notification to consumers regarding the illicit use of computer equipment and botnets and related malware, and those advanced by the industry botnet group. Specifically, this effort would identify the actions that can be taken by organizations responsible for the Internet and communications ecosystem to define, identify, report, reduce, and respond to attacks on users and the nation's network infrastructure. This initiative should include regular reporting on the actions that these organizations are already taking, 
and any changes in technology, law, regulation, policy, financial reimbursement, or other incentives that may be necessary to support further action, while ensuring that no participating entity obstructs lawful content, applications, services, or non-harmful devices subject to reasonable network management. Recommendation 1.2. As our cyber and physical worlds increasingly converge, the federal government should work closely with the private sector to define and implement a new model for how to defend and secure this infrastructure. To prevent destruction and degradation of infrastructure, the private sector and government must jointly and continuously address cybersecurity risk. To date, much of this effort has been focused primarily on cybersecurity incident response. Moving forward, our collective effort must focus also on all stages of operations to protect and defend networks, as well as to ensure resilience and swift recovery through joint planning and training and coordinated responses. This collaboration must occur continuously as threats are discovered, and information must be exchanged throughout the prevention and detection of and response to an incident. The private sector and government must team up to plan, exercise, and otherwise prepare in a way that takes advantage of their respective capabilities and their real-time information about malicious actors, adversaries, threats, and vulnerabilities. Companies in the private sector should be encouraged to share with the government information about any large-scale threat that they detect in their systems, so that the government and industry can coordinate an appropriate response against that adversary. Conversely, government may have actionable intelligence that it should share to aid companies in planning and preparation for managing their cyber risk. Action Item 1.2.1 the President should create, through executive order, the National Cybersecurity Private-Public Program, NCP3, as a forum for addressing cybersecurity issues through a high-level joint public-private collaboration, short-term. The main focus of this group would be to identify clear roles and responsibilities for the private and public sectors in defending the nation in cyberspace, it should address attribution, sharing of classified information, and training on how government conducts itself with industry, including rules of engagement and international engagement. The group should propose an approach, including recommendations on the authorities and rules of engagement needed, to enable cooperative efforts between the government and private sector to protect the nation including cooperative operations, training, and exercises. Their focus should not be limited to nation-state and terrorist actors, but should also include hacktivists and cybercriminals. Like the President's Intelligence Advisory Board, the NCP3 should report directly to the President, in this case through the recommended Assistant to the President for Cybersecurity, See Imperative 5, Action Item 5.4.1. The NCP-3 should be composed of individuals that have the necessary seniority and influence in the government and private sector to jointly defend the nation in cyberspace, particularly against committed nation-state threat actors. 
Action Item 1.2.2. The private sector and administration should launch a joint cybersecurity operation program for the public and private sectors to collaborate on cybersecurity activities in order to identify, protect from, detect, respond to, and recover from cyber incidents affecting critical infrastructure, CI, medium term. The government must address the convergence of critical infrastructure with the Internet of Things to ensure security and continuity of government. We must have a common understanding of what the government should do in response to cyber attacks targeting our critical infrastructure, particularly those executed by a nation-state. We also need to identify and define clear responsibilities, authorities, and rules of engagement for both public and private organizations. The government, including federal and state, local, tribal, and territorial SLTT agencies, and the private sector, need a repeatable, consistent process for jointly evaluating potentially significant cyber incidents and assessing appropriate deterrence, prevention, response, and mitigation efforts from a legal, policy, national security, and business process perspective. Key aspects of any collaborative defense effort between the government and private sector include coordinated protection and detection approaches to ensure resilience, fully integrated response, recovery, and plans, a series of annual cooperative training programs and exercises coordinated with key agencies and industry, and the development of interoperable systems. Department of Homeland Security, Department of Justice, including the Federal Bureau of Investigation, FBI's InfraGuard and Domestic Security Alliance Council programs, the Department of Defense, DOD, and other sector-specific agencies, SSAs, should develop sector-specific collaborative security operations programs with their private sector counterparts, as well as with state governments, which have an important role in critical infrastructure protection and operation. Department of Defense's deliberate planning process could serve as a model for this effort. These programs would move beyond tabletop exercises and seek to establish public-private joint collaboration by examining specific cyber protection and detection approaches and contingencies, testing them in a simulation environment, and developing joint plans for how the government and private sector would execute coordinated protection and detection activities, responding together in alignment with the National Cyber Incident Response Plan. This effort should include state, local, tribal, and territorial planners when appropriate, it should also seek to define subsector roles within each critical infrastructure sector. Action Item 1.2.3 The federal government should provide companies the option to engage proactively and candidly in formal collaboration with the government to advance cyber risk management practices and to establish a well-coordinated joint defense plan based on the principles of the cybersecurity framework short-term. Even though closer and more substantive public-private sharing of risk management practices shows great promise in improving overall cybersecurity, this approach continues to be hindered by companies' concerns about increasing their exposure to legal actions, 
to address these impediments to helpful collaboration department of homeland security should work with industry to identify changes in statutes regulations or policies that would encourage participating companies to more freely share information about their risk management practices by protecting relevant documents communications or deliberations from public disclosure under freedom of information act or state transparency laws discovery in civil litigation use in regulatory enforcement investigations or actions use as record evidence in regulatory rulemaking processes and waiver of attorney-client privilege these protections should be implemented under the statutory protected critical infrastructure information protections administered by department of homeland security implementation should include consideration of how to protect personal privacy trade secrets and other confidential information such as by using privacy impact assessments where feasible using the cybersecurity framework approach as a basis regulatory agencies should adopt policies that incorporate protections into their engagements with regulated entities furthermore congress should pass legislation updating and expanding these protections beyond critical infrastructure sectors and regulated entities action item one point two point four federal agencies should expand the current implementation of the information sharing strategy to include exchange of information on organizational interdependencies within the cyber supply chain short term while some private sector organizations are diligent in addressing cyber risks to and through their cyber supply chains many others either are unaware of the risks or do not have the information and resources necessary to implement an organizationally integrated and robust cyber supply chain risk management program smaller organizations with fewer resources and often with less sophisticated cybersecurity capabilities are sometimes left woefully underprepared to address interdependency and supply chain risks the increasing digital connectedness of organizations means there is a growing risk to the nation through the weak links in the supply chains in the industries all around us to address supply chain risk due to organizational interdependencies such as across purchasers and suppliers nist should conduct further research and publish guidance this research should identify methods that assess the nature and extent of organizational interdependencies quantify the risks of such interdependencies and support private sector measurement against standards of performance this guidance should include but not be limited to the metrics that emerge from the ncp3 cybersecurity framework metrics working group see action item 1.4.1 Department of Homeland Services, the FBI, and Department of Defense should expand existing information-sharing networks to enable the development of a toolkit that supports this NIST guidance for use by private sector organizations, including small and medium-sized businesses, as they interact with other private sector organizations corresponding with the NIST guidance. These capabilities should support swift communication among organizations, should enable coordination between the public and private sectors in multi-sector restoration efforts, 
and should aid in sharing mitigation strategies. Department of Homeland Services, the FBI, and Department of Defense should affirm the applicability of, and where necessary further develop, existing safe harbor mechanisms to protect parties exchanging interdependency information, both with the government and between organizations using government-supplied platforms, SSAs, the FBI, NIST, and the Small Business Administration should coordinate their efforts and ensure that industry and others are fully aware of the value, use, and applicability of the interdependency toolkit and associated standards of performance. Action Item 1.2.5 With the increase in wireless network communications across all organizations, and the nation's growing reliance on the Global Positioning System, GPS, to provide positioning, navigation, and timing, PNT, cybersecurity strategies must specifically address the full range of risks across the electromagnetic spectrum. An immediate goal should be enhancing the nation's ability to detect and resolve purposeful wireless disruptions, and to improve the resilience and reliability of wireless communications and positioning navigation and timing data, short-term. Specifically, the President should create a national, cross-government, public-private initiative to detect, collect, centralize, analyze, and respond to disruptions of wireless communications, this initiative should be coordinated with the multi-agency National Security Council chartered, Department of Defense-led, Purposeful Interference Response Team. In furtherance of this goal, there should be a national effort to train and equip federal law enforcement agents, and, where appropriate, state and local police, to rapidly identify, locate, and respond to wireless disruptions. In addition, the President and Congress should prioritize national efforts to ensure the continued availability, reliability, redundancy, and overall resiliency of the GPS signaling data. These efforts should include developing contingency plans for GPS PNT systems and conducting tabletop exercises of those plans to ensure that relevant federal and state, local, tribal, and territorial organizations understand their roles in contingency and failover, switching equipment to standby when the main system fails. End of Section 5. Recording by Maria Casper.